Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, January 23rd. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and Omega, the Aleph and Tav, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1.1 in Hebrew, there is an Aleph Tav right smack dab in the middle of that verse? Truly, Yeshua, the Aleph Tav, is there in the beginning and the end. So, if you were reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across Aleph Tav, this is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, that is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Bo, and it means go. Exodus 10, 12-23 Then Hashem said to Moses, Hold out your arm over the land of Egypt for the locusts that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat up all the grasses in the land, whatever the hail has left. So Moses held out his rod over the land of Egypt, and Hashem drove an east wind over the land all that day and all night. And when morning came, the east wind had brought the locusts. Locusts invaded all the land of Egypt and settled within all the territory of Egypt, in a thick mass. Never before had there been so many, nor will there ever be so many again. They hid all the land from view, and the land was darkened, and they ate up all the grasses of the field and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left, so that nothing green was left of tree or grass of the field in all the land of Egypt. 
Pharaoh hurriedly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I stand guilty before Hashem your God and before you. Forgive my offense just this once, and plead with Hashem your God that he would remove this death from me. So he left Pharaoh's presence and pleaded with Hashem, and Hashem caused a shift to a very strong west wind, which lifted the locusts and hurled them into the Sea of Reeds. Not a single locust remained in all the territory of Egypt. But Hashem stiffened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go. Then Hashem said to Moses, Hold out your arm toward the sky, that there may be darkness upon the land of Egypt, a darkness that can be touched. Moses held out his hand, his arm toward the sky, and thick darkness descended upon all the land of Egypt for three days. People could not see one another, and for three days no one could get up from where he was. But all the Israelites enjoyed light in their dwellings. Matthew 15, 1-28 Then came to Yeshua scribes and Pharisees which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do the disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whosoever you might be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draws near to me with their mouth, and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said to them, Hear and understand, not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then came his disciples and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said to him, Declare unto us this parable. And Yeshua said, Are you also yet without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whosoever, whatever enters into the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, These are the things which defile a man. 
but to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man. Then Yeshua went thence, and departed into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts, and cried to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And then Yeshua answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you even as you will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Psalm 19, 1-14 The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night shows knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hidden from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me, then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yahweh, my strength and my Redeemer. Proverbs 4, 14-19 Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not except they have done mischief and their sleep is taken away, unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more to the perfect day. 
The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Matthew chapter 15. And before I get into the content of it, I want to do a quick review of the different four levels of Torah study. The first level is Peshat. That's on the surface. What does the verse literally say? And then we have Drash, and that's looking for connections. Connections between verses in one chapter compared to another chapter, or even from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It looks for connections, and often they're connected thematically. And then there is Remez, and Remez means hint, that the verse is hinting at something deeper. And finally there is Sod, and Sod is the very heart, the deeper meaning of the verse. You could compare it to looking at a person that you've just met for the first time. And when you first meet them, you might notice the color of their eyes, the color of their skin, the color of their hair. That's the Peshat level, the surface level. And then if you were like Superman and you had x-ray vision and you could see inside the person with x-ray eyes, x-ray vision, perhaps you could see their bones and their skeleton. That would be like looking at the drash level, the joints, the connections. And then remez, that would be like looking at the person's organs and skin, uh, beneath the skin, the muscles and the organs. And finally, the sewed level, that would be like looking into the person's very heart, knowing their dreams, their hopes, their disappointments and hurts, knowing them very well, knowing their heart. That's the sewed level. So Yeshua, in chapter 15, he's teaching something from the sewed level, the heart. And many times people, uh, the Pharisees of that day, and even people today, we can tend to just skate on the surface of things. And if you only look at the surface, sometimes it can lead to a religious spirit or to a legalistic mindset. So in chapter 15, verse 9, Yeshua said, In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Verse 8, this people draws near me with their mouth and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So we don't want to hear messages that are taught from the head, and, and then it's intellectualism, and it's all this head knowledge, and then it goes from the speaker's head to your head. We want a message to go heart to heart. In other words, Yeshua is going to teach from the heart at the sowed level, and he wants it to go into our heart. He wants our heart engaged, not just our mind and our intellect, but our heart. So now he's going to give an example of people uh, that get caught up in the teaching of doctrines of man and tradition. And they are very far from the very heart of God. So he gave the principle uh, about 
people getting caught up in traditions of man and their heart is not engaged. Now he's going to give a specific example. He called the multitude, verse 10, and said to them, Hear and understand, not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Now let me hit the pause button. Of course, in Leviticus chapter 11, we have all of the food dietary laws of God gives us his definition of food that is clean and food that is unclean. In other words, unclean food is not food by definition. Things like pork and shrimp and lobster, things like that. It's not food. It's unclean. Okay, so those are general principles. But what has happened, both in the Orthodox Jewish world and even in the Hebrew roots messianic world is you can take it to the nth degree and become fanatical and obsessive about it and get caught up in all these rules and regulations and traditions to where you've missed the point. So, for example, some years ago I was at a an Oneg. Everyone brought food. And if... Uh, somebody brings something that is not considered clean, like maybe there's some pizza and it's got pepperoni on it. Uh, an obvious thing to avoid. You don't need to draw attention to it or make a scene or embarrass the person who brought it. Maybe it's their first time that they came and they don't know these things. They're just ignorant. You just choose not to eat it. Um, but instead people can make a big scene and embarrass others for bringing certain food items that that are not considered clean. Then it can get really picky-uni. And one time I brought some, it was a sourdough loaf of bread, garlic bread. And it already had all of the garlic and spices and butter on it. And all you had to do is warm it up in the oven and it would go great with a pasta dish. And somebody came along and read the wrapper on the bread and looked into the ingredients in the fine print and made a really big stink. Well, this item is not kosher, not biblically clean. And made a big scene about it and really kind of ruined the whole meal. And that's not at all what God wants us to do. He wants us to walk in love. And that's an example, an extreme example, actually, of, you know, majoring in the minors. So let's continue on with what Yeshua is saying here. He's saying, not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. And he's talking about, you know, then the disciples said, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And Yeshua in verse 17 says, Do you not yet understand that whatever enters in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man. 
So at the sowed level, what he's saying is we need to really watch what comes out of our mouth. Not so much worry about what we put into our mouth, but what comes out of our mouth. Watch our words. Are our words defiling others and harming and hurting others? Are we gossiping and slandering people behind their back and speaking negatively of them behind their back? Are we speaking word curses about someone? A boss? A family member? And it's those kinds of words that makes a person defiled because it's coming out of a dark heart. It's coming out of a heart that has sin in it. And so... Yeshua is teaching at the sowed level about this matter. And it's something that we need to really consider and not major in the minors. And if someone happens to bring something to an own egg that's not clean, just don't eat it. Don't make a scene. Don't embarrass the person. <laughs> walk in love. Walk in grace. And let your words be seasoned with a little bit of salt, with wisdom, with kindness, with the law of kindness on our tongues, and with grace, and with love. I want to get into another piece here in Matthew chapter 15, and it gets to Yeshua's mission, his orders from the Father. And in Matthew chapter 15, Let's start in verse 23. He answered her not a word. Well, let's go back to verse 22. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the coast and cried to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Now she's not Jewish, and she's not of the northern kingdom of the ten, six, the ten tribes of the north. She's a woman of Canaan. A Canaanite. Verse 23, But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So I want to speak on that. He was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What does that mean? The lost sheep of the house of Israel is the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of the north. Remember the kingdom split that happened in 1 Kings chapter 12. Jeroboam rebelled and took ten tribes to the north, and they became the northern kingdom, also known as the house of Israel, also known as Joseph or Ephraim. And the southern kingdom was led by Rehoboam, and he had two tribes, Judah and Benjamin. And a lot of Levites also migrated down to the southern kingdom. So that kingdom split happened long ago and has never been healed. So the ten tribes of the north, the northern kingdom, is the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. And Yeshua was sent to reach out to them to the non-Jews, to the house of Israel, not the house of Judah. Yet this woman's reply 
to him so touches his heart that he grants her her request. She came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. She said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And Yeshua answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you even as you will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. So Yeshua was sent on a mission. He had a very specific focus. When he left Jerusalem, he headed north up into the Galilee region, up into the Shomron, or biblical Samaria, the very heartland of Israel. Today, that place is known as the West Bank. That was his ministry headquarters, and that was where he went, because that's where the northern tribes lived, was to the north and he was outreaching to them. Many of them had been taken away. By the time Yeshua came and lived and had his ministry, many had been taken away and taken off into exile, into captivity to Assyria. But there were still some, a few, a remnant, that still lived in the land up to the north. So that goes to his mission. His ultimate mission when he returns is to reunite northern and southern kingdom, to make them one kingdom once again under one shepherd, so that all twelve tribes, northern and southern kingdom, become one. That's all I have for today. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Adonai Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Ileka Vayaseleka Leka The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.